Welcome to another edition of Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. Thank you all for wherever you're tuning in from, whether it be Spotify, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you like what you're listening to on Spotify, you can rate the show. And on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review the show. I thank you in advance. Go ahead and subscribe. Now, on this episode, we have Miss D, who is the host of Sports and Coffee, a Twitter Spaces. Yes, it is a very popular Twitter Spaces. We're going to find out a lot more about her, how she uh, started it and all a little bit later in the show. But of course, just like every episode, we start with the Get it off your chest segment. Now, the top 10 list was dropped by Get Up. And I talked about this. And for those that don't know what Get Up is, it is a show that was on uh, on ESPN. It's on ESPN in the morning. So uh, they had a top 10 list. And Mr. Lamar Jackson was not on that list. Pretty unbelievable to me. So I talked about that on the last episode, how, you know, he should not have been left off, left off the list. And, you know, I, I had a, a couple thoughts about it, you know, I let it out and I thought I was done, ready to be done with it. But no, <laughs> not ready to be done with it at all. Uh, I was listening to a show, Mr. Ryan Jones Sr., the Raw Mind Sports uh, podcast. He had a couple guests on there, Mr. Tony Tucker. And Real Lil, which basically Tony Tucker is uh, Warzone Radio, I believe. And uh, Real Lil is uh, In the Huddle uh, Sports uh, Radio Podcast. And um, definitely, you know, they bring great points. They do talk about a few things and they definitely know their sports. However, I had a pretty big disagreement with them. I, I, I was listening to the show. I wasn't on the show, so... You know, just to give you a heads up, man, they were listing their top 10 quarterbacks to kind of go along, of course, with the the uh, thing that we talked about on the last episode to start off with the Get It Off Your Chest segment. They had Lamar towards the back 10 in the top 10. Yes. But listen to this, though. They had Justin Herbert. Now, Mr. Tucker had him at two. Real Lil had him at number one. Yes. Herbert, Justin Herbert at number one. Now, I'm not trying, I'm not disrespecting any either one of them. Hey, and you know, they're valued, they're, you know, they can definitely put out their opinions. They had reasons and they stated those reasons. However, I vehemently, vehemently disagree. Now, that's not to say that Justin Herbert is not a talented quarterback, which he is. And everyone knows he's got all the skills. Now, 
the point where I disagree with him being ranked number one and number two on their list. Can he go to, is he taking his team to the playoffs? Now, the point that was was brought back to me was, hey, you know, he can't take advantage, you know, it's the defense and it's this and all those different things. Okay. Well, I get that. You know, did did they forget? And they're, and they're projecting these quarterbacks. I'll say this. They're projecting these quarterbacks um, into what they'll be next season, basically, in these rankings. So let me give you a little bit more context there. Uh, but... You know, just projecting them into next season, which I get that. But you've got Justin Herbert. I, I know he's a talented quarterback, and I know he's got weapons. I mean, you got to think. He's got weapons. But against the Houston Texans last year, probably one of the worst teams in the NFL, he had one touchdown, two interceptions, and a 43.9 QBR. And keep in mind, the Chargers were in the playoff hunt. This was late in the season. And he has this type of game. Now, can I honestly say this is the number one quarterback or number two quarterback in the NFL? With the perform the performance like that against the Houston Texans, I, I cannot say that. I can't say that at all. He's a talented quarterback, and I'm pretty sure he'll be up there eventually. But can I put him up there now? Above Aaron Rodgers? Above just any other? No, I can't do it just yet. Now, do I think he deserves some top 10 merit based off his skills? Sure, I'll give him that. But number one and number two? Nah, can't do it. Um, And then also, you know, just in comparison to Lamar Jackson, which... Lamar was in the back half, and then I think he was he was in the back half of both their lists. You got to also remember, Herbert has two guys in Mike Williams and Keenan Allen that are monsters. Monsters at wide receiver. They're probably one of the top duos in the NFL at wide receiver. Now switch over to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has Mark Andrews. Can anyone name... A consistent weapon he's had during his entire time being quarterback outside of Mark Andrews. Yes, you cannot do so. So really, does he have anybody on the outside? No. Does he make do with what he has? Yes. Are they successful with what he has? Yes. Has he led his team to a playoff with what they have? Yes. Justin Herbert has more offensively. Yet he cannot lead the team to the playoffs. And now you want to say defense or this or that. Now I know their defense had some troubles, but we're not going to act like the Ravens didn't have troubles defensively last year either. No, we're not. (laughs) They weren't exactly up to their standards either. However, Lamar does Lamar things. I mean, back-to-back thousand-yard rushing seasons, led his team to a playoff, got a playoff win, in the pressure pack, a pressure back game, he came through. Now, I'm not downing. I'm not downing Justin Herbert. Just you know, say hey, he's a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that at all. But I just really want to know. You know, I understand you're looking forward into the future. But what has the past shown us about Justin Herbert yet? Now, I know there's some things that are out there about Lamar Jackson, and we know. But you do know. 
He's going to give it all you got, and he's going to make your team and accentuate your offense and make it better and get you wins. We do know that. Now, as far as Herbert, we know he's talented, but do we know it equates to wins when they need them at all times when they're important? We don't know that yet. So that's why I wouldn't have Herbert so high, and I would have Lamar Jackson up there more. I mean, he's an incredible player. He can do a lot of different things, and I believe people are, are, are kind of riding a little bit too much on the passing. I mean, I understand he he may not have had the greatest this, the greatest that, and the greatest whatever. I get that. I understand it. Don't have to beat me over the head and tell me about his stats and yada, 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 yada. I understand it. But it isn't like he was awful passing last year either. He had his moments. I mean, I'll say this. Yeah, he definitely had uh, one year, of course. I will mention, for those that think he's so horrible passing, he had 36 touchdowns and, uh, what, six interceptions one year? Yeah. He had 26 touchdowns and nine interceptions another year. That's 2019 and 2020, by the way, just giving you a little context. 2021, 12 games played. You know, he threw for uh, 2,882 yards. You know, he had 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Wasn't a good year for him last season uh, in terms of that-wise. However, I will say the history on Lamar Jackson is just a little bit better than Mr. Herbert right now. So while Herbert might be up and coming, he's not quite there just yet. Maybe this year is the year, but maybe not. Only history will tell us. And oh, and by the way, while I'm talking about that, I did hear uh, the name Deshaun Watson mentioned in, in this discussion too. He was ranked number seven despite not playing a whole entire year. While I get that, I get the potential talent that he is. Uh, do we, you know, Ryan, Ryan Jones Sr., you, you made a great point about him being out for a while and he may not come back being the same guy. I totally, totally, totally get it. I, I can roll with that one because he might not be the same guy. And of course, you know, he does have other weapons. And the thing that I found amazing about this conversation is it was talked about how Deshaun Watson didn't really have any weapons, but he was doing all these things at quarterback. And I get it. You know, he was doing them all different kinds of ways, but it isn't like Lamar just has a full cupboard of great weapons either. He's got one, but can you name any more? I rest my case. I think I'm I think I'm done now with the Lamar Jackson talk, but hey, I had to say something because that that was bothering me. Now, much respect to uh Tony Tucker and uh Real Lil. You know, hey, they put it out there, they put their 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 opinions and everything that they thought to it, and I can respect that. But you know, I will say we definitely disagree on our thoughts. On Lamar Jackson in the top 10. All right. That's been the get off your chest segment. Uh, up next, we will have the host of Sports and Coffee Twitter Spaces. D on touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Going through some things and not quite sure who to turn to. Well, let me tell you about peace of mind counseling and life coaching. They offer services ranging from mental health counseling, parenting classes, life coaching services, therapy, 
alcohol and drug assessments, and so much more. And all the services are monitored by licensed supervisors. Also, they're currently offering free consultations for counseling or life coaching. All you need to do to get started is reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230 to get started. Again, you can reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230. So if you feel you need to talk to someone or know someone that needs to talk to someone, take the time to reach out to Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching, where the motto is, it costs you your peace of mind, then it is too expensive. Here. Welcome to Touring the back to Touring the NC South, I should say. I'm your host, Mike Patton. And of course, Twitter has been around for a while. Twitter Spaces, however, is a new phenomenon out there. And a lot of people are jumping on it. A lot of people are jumping on there and creating spaces, creating their community. My next guest has definitely taken Twitter spaces by storm. <laughs> and if you haven't watched or listened, excuse me, if you haven't listened, I should say I guess Twitter spaces, but if you haven't listened to Twitter spaces, it can get a little hot in there, but it can also <laughs> get educational as well. I want to welcome everyone, sports and coffee host and media personality. D, what's going on? Hi, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. It's busy. It's, it's, it's like the, calm before the storm but the calm before the the football season storm but it ain't really that calm <laughs> but it's going great <laughs> thanks for having right. me yeah of course of course of course now i do have to ask of course since uh you know you do have your name up for those that are not watching we're, we're yeah. talking but i can see d right now it's yes d love sports so i have to ask when did you fall in love with sports i fell in love with i think it was just in my dna um even as a little kid i mean my house was originally we we're originally a basketball house um you know my grandmother is a huge basketball fan so my family um you know always watching basketball i remember watching basketball on those tvs you know the tvs that actually sit on the floor you know i remember watching <laughs> you know the nba finals in the living room on one of those kind of tvs um so it's it's really been around so as far as far as i can remember Football, on the other hand, uh, was I caught on a little bit later <laughs> on in life, but basketball forever. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, <clears throat> were you into athletics kind of growing up, or did you just watch more? Yeah, so basketball, I was in. I played basketball. I am a really, I have really bad sportsmanship. <laughs> and it might come off on, on the show if you can't tell. Um, I don't like to lose. I do foul a lot, so I did play basketball. I was not allowed to play on the high school team. The coach already told me. We had a pretty good high school team, by the way. He was like, that attitude is not coming on my team, so don't even bother trying out. So I didn't even <laughs> – I didn't play uh, in school. But, I, you know, I played outside with the boys, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, basketball was the, the, the main sport that I played. All right, all right. So you was out there. Uh, you weren't Latrell Sprewell and anybody, were you? I, I, look, I'll throw an elbow. I, I'm definitely going to foul you. <laughs> I, I ain't, <laughs> ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, of course, you know, you did say that, uh, you know, some, some of your your your, uh, your attitude can come out and how you talk sports and how you are in sports. Now, of course, 
there is some attitude that comes along with sports and coffee. And for those that aren't aware, it's Twitter spaces. It's definitely one that's very, very popular. So I got to ask, how did that idea for sports and coffee come about? It, it just came. So when I, I actually, I didn't even start my sports Twitter until October 2021. And I don't even think I was using it. So mind you, my Twitter is not even a year old, okay? Um, I didn't even start using it probably until, you know, December, January, and I discovered Spaces. Um, I was a big clubhouse head prior, so I, I was familiar with the concept, right? Um, but more so a listener. So uh, it actually, I actually did a lot of Dolphin Spaces and was in there and, and got friendly with them and um, I, I noticed like the Steeler, I, I tried to do a Steeler space every once in a while, but it really wasn't, it, it really wasn't my thing. Like it, it did, I didn't connect cause I knew I could offer more to that platform than just talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, I started sports and coffee cause I wanted to, I knew I enjoyed talking to my Dolphins friends and family and, um, everybody else in this other sports rooms that I would find. So, um, you know, one, I believe it was, it started on a Saturday. I think it was right after uh, Patrick Mahomes or either right before Patrick Mahomes and um, Josh Allen or right before it or right after it. Um, I started that the show and I just stayed consistent with it. And sports and, it's sports and coffee, it was one morning I got some coffee. I was like, oh, we're going to have sports and coffee space. Opened it. Um, you know, we started off, of course, with like five to 15 people, then, you know, 20 to 30. And just that consistency, it, it grew like this is a baby. It's not it's a little over six months old now. And it has grown to, you know, the, like one of the top morning sports shows or this. I will say the top sports show in the morning on Twitter spaces. <laughs> yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely gets the people talking. I definitely yeah. noticed that on my timeline. Unfortunately, I can't join every single one, but. I do tune in from time to time to kind of, uh, uh, I say, check the temperature, I should say. <laughs> yeah, it, it can so. get hot. And it's like, it's 9, 15 a.m. And, and let a, like, you know, sometimes these people are on the West Coast. And I, the beauty of it is, like, you know, people on the West Coast actually do join. It's a ridiculous hour. I can't stand when I'm on the West Coast and I still have to do sports and coffee because, <laughs> you know, it's 6 a.m., and uh and but i'm so thankful for every person like it it, it doesn't exist without everybody like I, I sports and coffee yeah i started it but it doesn't exist without you know other people contributing to it so i'm so thankful for that right right now of course you did mention one of the challenges of course being on the west coast and actually having to still do the show now are there any other challenges that you've kind of uh taken on and overcome during the show yeah. So one of them is like now that, you know, things are heating up for me, you know, just in, in where I see my career and I travel a lot. So um, and then sometimes like the time zones aren't as like that's probably a convenient time zone three being three hours behind. But then you're six hours or eight hours ahead. And um, so some of the challenges have been when I have to move, um, you know, the show can't just stop. I don't I look at it as ESPN or Fox, like their shows don't stop because, you know, the person's not around, they keep going. So um, I, I found people uh, like Coach Coach Chris and that I that I trust to kind of keep the show going in my absence. And that was one of the challenges I had to figure out how to um, overcome. And that's why I started the Sports and Coffee actual Twitter page um, so that, you know, if I'm not there, the show can go on without me. 
Definitely, definitely a, uh, a smart uh, decision right there because, uh, yeah, I definitely know Coach Chris is uh, running it from time to time, stepping in and, and yeah. keeping the, the show going. So that's always a great thing uh, to have dependable people. Now, <clears throat> you did mention that you started out trying to do a Pittsburgh Steelers space. And for those that aren't aware, yes, he <laughs> is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. She is Pittsburgh Steelers to the core. Yeah. Now, I have to yeah. ask, how did it happen? How did the, the Pittsburgh Steelers fandom kick off? So uh, my dad, um, my dad, he is a crazy Steelers fan. Uh, I'm crazier now, but he was the crazier <laughs> fan. And, um, you know, like growing up, I thought that I liked the, the Dallas Cowboys or something. I was little. Like, don't don't blame me here. I was little. I didn't know no better. And um, it was like the 95 Super Bowl. And my dad was actually deployed. And, <laughs> and um, you know, when the Cowboys won, I was kind of like, aha, you know, like joking on the phone, like, aha, your team lost, the Cowboys won. And I could literally hear like just the hurt, <laughs> the hurt in his voice. Where you like, and, I, and now like fast forward, I'm like, oh my God, your child is like clowning you on the, like, what can you do? Your team lost and it's already heartbreaking. And you got your child over here clowning you. I, I wouldn't know what to do. I would have want, I would have hung up on me um, that, you know, if it were me now and how I feel about this team now. So I've, I've heard the hurt in his voice and I like, converted i subtly converted he didn't know but i converted to a steelers fan after really hearing the hurt in his voice that night <laughs> definitely an emotional turn and uh i will say this uh first time i think i've met someone that actually liked the cowboys and the steelers in their lifetime but hey i said i didn't know no better i didn't know it was 1995 okay i didn't know well, i had to pick with you just a little bit just a little bit but um <laughs> What would you say is your best memory? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would you say is your best memory as a Steelers fan? Oh my goodness! I know there's been plenty. (laughs) Uh, Well, okay. So I'll start with like Ben's last home game. Um, That was just—it was just an amazing. I've never seen Heinz Field because it was Heinz Field at the time glow like that. Um, It just. I've never felt that energy before. It was just magical being there as many times as I've been there. I've never seen the media like that. It was they were just like hounds and like you could just see flock like every everywhere Ben went, there was this huddle of just media everywhere. Um, the crowd was just into it. It, it just it was just it was it was amazing. It, it was almost like nothing bad could go wrong. Um, and uh, it I cried. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I cried. I was like, oh, this is it. I couldn't, I still couldn't really wrap my mind around the fact that this is it. Like he ain't coming back. So uh yeah, that was probably right now the most memorable. Huh. And okay. then the, the one before that was when uh they did the ring ceremony for Troy. Cause I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be in the same stadium as Troy Powell. <laughs> uh, I was I was hyped about that. Okay. All right. Now, of course, I do have to ask you about the name change because uh that that was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's going from Hinesville to Accenture Field. Is that what it Accenture, is now? Accenture, something like that. I think it's Accenture. Um, and at first, you know, it was just like, what? But then, like, you know, coming back to the city today and being here, and it's still Hines right now. I can see it out, out my window. It's still Hines. 
Um, and a lot of the city is still Heinz. So, you know, Heinz doesn't might go away from that building, but it doesn't go away from the city. Um, you know, people are still going to call it that. And uh, if someone paid you $150 million, you would change your name to, you know, <laughs> so that's all. if somebody gave you that kind of money, you definitely change your name. So I ain't even like, what, what am I, what's me being mad about it going to do now? You know, like take your money for the next 15 years, this is what it's going to be. And who knows if the stadium is going to be here in the next 15 years. That's true. For those that have checked out my picture, my new picture for my, you know, graphics for my podcast, you can tell I have a new image, an updated image, a professional looking image. It's time for you to take control of your image. And you can take control of your professional image with a fresh set of headshots by the good folks of Joshua Silver's Photography. Let Josh at Joshua Silver's Photography handle your personal branding, business headshots, portrait, or any other photographic need with great pricing and even better quality. You can reach him via phone at 423-557-6746. Once again, that's 423 423- Five five seven six seven four six. You can also reach him at Instagram at Joshua Silver's Photography, or you can reach him on Facebook. Call Joshua Silver's Photography and get yourself booked today. I know I did, and he's got me looking great. That's true. Now, of course, this is an AFC South show, and there's a team in the AFC South that has a oh, little bit of history. What's that? Malik Willis team, my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be the uh, Tennessee Titans. Of course, <laughs> there's a little bit of history with them being AFC Central rivals. And then also, they were back, of course, it goes back to the Houston Oilers days, of course. Uh, and then now, you know, the Titans and the, the Steelers, a few – Bumps in the road, a few wins for the Titans, a few bad, bad losses as well. Now, I'm going to go back to the AFC Central days uh, when they were the Houston Oilers a little bit, and they were the Tennessee Oilers playing in Memphis. I mean, I'm just thinking about What's your fondest memory of that? (laughs) I I don't have too many fond memories of that one, to be honest, but – do you remember anything from back when they were the Oilers or before they switched over to being the Titans? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like I honestly, I I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the Titans until like Dick LeBeau went there. And mm-hmm. um when Dick LeBeau went there and you know took a couple of guys with him. Uh, you paid attention to which, you know, you wanted him to be successful because you know where he came from and you know what he was capable of, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I paid attention to them then. And, of course, you know, you paid atten- you pay attention to Derrick Henry all the time, right? Uh, and then uh, when you guys picked up Bud Dupree, uh, um, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, you know, we, I, I, I didn't want him to go. Um, unfortunately, he did get hurt, and I knew that they weren't going to be able to pay him and TJ Watt, right? What probably he deserved. Um, so then, and then now you guys have my 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 favorite my favorite kid out of the draft, uh, Malik Willis. So I'm I'm gonna be rooting for y'all, low key. So gotta get me a Malik <laughs> Willis jersey. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, he's actually a really nice guy. I've actually talked to him. Uh, um, 
what talk to him talk to him once I actually got to ask him a, a few questions uh during I believe uh was it OTAs I believe got a few Ooh. questions definitely a very good media personality so he definitely knows what he's doing when he's talking to media so he's a good kid well. he's a good kid um a good head on his shoulder I had the opportunity to talk to one of his aunts during uh draft weekend in uh Vegas and you know at the time he wasn't drafted and you know I'm making my case and uh, I, I believe she wanted him, you know, to be home in, in Georgia and Atlanta. So, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but he's, he just seems like he comes from a great family and, you know, a great home and, um, you know, just raised well. I call him my son, um, but, you know, yeah, I, I, I've loved the kid before, you know, right when this, the news came out about Pittsburgh, I was just like, this, there's something about this kid beyond you know, just football. And, and from what I could see, I really liked the kid as a person. Um, and so I became very, very fond and was was rooting for him, rooting for him no matter where he went, even though I wanted him um, here, but I was rooting for him wherever he went. So y'all got a, a little bit of a fan of me. <laughs> well, I would say that some of that fandom uh, that you might think about that twice when you think about uh, something that happened in the past, which would be the towel stomp uh, around the Lindell White days. And I believe there was one Titan that actually blew his nose with the terrible towel. Now, I know how Nobody knows Steelers them. fans. They know how the famers are they. <laughs> exactly. I, I, right. I agree. But um, I will say that the terrible towel and Pittsburgh are synonymous with each other. How did I mean what can you describe just the feeling that goes into the, the terrible towel when somebody disrespects the terrible towel? I, I I don't quite understand it fully, and I figured you might be the a person yeah, that can it's, actually explain it's really it especially for teams. I've done it to people, like I've seen people do different things to the towel to be you know spiteful. I'd be like, Well, your team lost, you just disrespected the towel. Um, <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> it, it actually happens, a team do lose, do lose, does lose. Um, excuse me, but. Um, it's it's just like it's a sacred thing, right? If you if you're an opposing team, you don't disrespect like everybody wanted to talk about the logo thing and dancing on the logo as a sign of disrespect. Um, you know, just that terrible towel in, in so many ways is the logo of the the Pittsburgh Steelers. It rep it represents so much to 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 the fans and the team. Like it is it's we don't have we we do have like a mascot we don't really have cheerleaders but like it's almost like our pom-poms right so um you know you, you you can't do that like that's you cannot disrespect that like i know people have other little towels that they give away at games but this is the towel this towel go you know this this towel carries with this team everywhere they go it's not just a one-time stadium giveaway Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, definitely you don't want to disrespect the towel because it, it can bring the worst out. No, of like ask, ask the Cincinnati Bengals. Who else disrespected the towel? It's been a few people uh, that disrespected <laughs> the towel and had to pay for it. <laughs> ah, boy, oh boy. Now, of course, we're going to transition uh, to, from the Steelers and Titans. Of course, we did talk about your show, which, of course, is on Twitter Spaces, Sports and Coffee. It is mm -hmm. at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Sports and Coffee. Just get that in your mind, all that are listening and watching. But mm -hmm. um, we're going to play a game to kind of finish out the show. I got five questions for you, two answers. You got to pick one. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, the first one, 
if you had to pick a team to cheer for, the Browns or the Ravens? <laughs> um, I'm never cheering for the Browns. I'm never cheering for the Browns. Never. Um, I actually live in Maryland, so I don't have I, – I, I can't cheer for the Ravens just because of the divisional rival, but if I could, I would. Um, I, I like Lamar Jackson. Um, if I could cheer for Baltimore, I would. But I can't, but I would not ever, ever <laughs> cheer for the Browns. <laughs> it seems to be a feeling uh, across the way uh, up there in the, the AFC North. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have respect for the Ravens. I don't have no respect for the Browns. Mm, there he goes. Now, <laughs> all right, we're going to go new school versus old school in terms of safeties for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got Mika Fitzpatrick or Troy Palomalu. Mm. I hold these two men kind to my heart. Eesh. Uh, what, what, well, I got, I got to pick one. <laughs> you got to pick one. If you got to go with one today to be your team leader, to be the face of your team, your defense, who are you picking? <clears throat> I, can't, I can't do this. Next. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's tough. Y'all, people know how I feel about Mika Fitzpatrick and – and I equate that to how I felt about Troy Palomalo and how I feel about Troy Palomalo. Um, so it's really, really hard. But because I've watched Troy longer, I will go with, oh gosh, I'm sorry, Mink. Uh, I will go with Troy um, just because I could sit there and watch Troy Palomalo highlights. I can do the same thing for Minka, but there's there's a lot more Troy highlights right now. Um, but the end of, end of Minka's career, I think it'll be hard for me to say. Um, or, or picks, but um, Troy Palomalo just, I could just watch his film all day and just be amazed by some of the plays that he makes. Like that man, that man was next level right there. I just, ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah Mika's on his way, but like, I, I'm gonna just gonna have to go with Troy for now. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was, uh, was a, a player that was, uh, you know, unique in, in his own way, the way he played. Definitely. Seeing that man fly through the air over those <clears throat> over those lines, like what? <laughs> over that defensive line. Right. What? Right. It was amazing to watch. Um yeah. gonna go quarterbacks. And of course, one of them was a team you mentioned, and one of them, well, actually both of them were the team you mentioned. We're gonna go Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. And I was wondering that because was I was like, man, I, I was like, I was, I was just wondering how much Lamar Jackson slander we were going to hear today because I'm like, man, I no, can't believe he really wasn't in the top ten. No, I no, not slander. you. Oh, okay, not, yeah, I no, actually like Lamar Jackson. Um, I know it's it's um probably hard for people to wrap their minds around <clears> that because of my love for Pittsburgh, but I think Lamar is phenomenal. Um, I don't think he's in the the best situation and he the ball's in his court right now so who knows what could happen in the future but uh i, I really like lamar jackson i'm excited for the future uh when he's not playing us <laughs> gotcha now i'm gonna go back into the uh the secondary and i'm gonna go with a few guys that are uh definitely definitely steal the greats you're gonna start your secondary which one are you gonna pick rod woodson or Corn carnell lake Rod. I like Rod. <laughs> I'm going to go with Rod. Definitely. Yeah. And the, the key thing is that's also interesting. 
Rod also played cornerback. He played safety too, and played safety for the Ravens when they yeah, won the title. Yeah, he's like a, a utility knife, right? Like the man. <clears throat> well, both of them did so, actually. Yeah, he's so talented, and I think that's one of the reasons why he's he's gonna be coaching in the XFL. So, um, you know, shout out to Rod. I actually got a pleasure, had an honor to meet him over uh, Super Bowl weekend. So he's pretty dope. Nice. So I'm going Rod. Nice. Okay. All right. And then the last one, of course, you know, I couldn't go without picking anybody from the front, uh, the front uh, lines of Pittsburgh, of course, in the outside linebacker position, James okay, well, Harrison or Joey Porter. Oh, um, that's good. <laughs> I just knew it was TJ. Um, no, no, I, I knew, I knew you'd pick TJ if I picked, if I said TJ. Yeah. So I was like, nah, um, let me keep pick, pick him up. <laughs> So I mean, if you did James and TJ, that would be tough. But um, just because, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go James because I mean James has had some phenomenal plays. He, I mean, just thinking about that Super Bowl touchdown. I mean, I'm gonna go James. I'm not saying Joey has contributed on the field and off the field. Uh, he was coaching for us for a, a short period of time, but uh, I'm gonna go James Harris. All right. All right. Now we do have uh, somebody uh, talking to us in the tour in the AFC South inbox would be Mr. Courtney Harden. What's good, people? What's going Hi, on, Courtney? Courtney? How you All doing? Right. <laughs> Thanks for joining now, us. Now that has wrapped up the game portion of the show. And that has actually that has actually wrapped up the show. So I want to thank you for coming on. You're I want welcome. to, uh, you know. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. Now, of course, with this show. You know, I, I want to give you the uh, the last words in terms of or the last, I uh, should say, little bit of the show to actually talk about what you have going on, where people can find you, where people can, uh, I guess, uh, get what you, all you have going on or if you want to tell people something you have going on. Yeah. Um, so, of course, Sports and Coffee on Twitter spaces. Follow me. D Love Sports. That's why I put the name in there. I'm D Love Sports on everything. Instagram, Twitter, my YouTube. Um, you know, I do, I post the YouTube. I try to post every week, but it's just really hard with all the movement I have. So Twitter spaces, sports and coffee, catch me on there. I got the little shirt on today, you know, just for a little advertisement. <laughs> um, so catch me on Twitter, Instagram as well, um, and and uh YouTube. And uh, as as things go and these camps go and um, other events happening, I have some events coming up. So uh, stay stay locked in. Stay All right. Well, I will say this since you didn't say it. Okay, you do have HBCU is uh, HBCU uh, Tuesdays. Tuesday. Yes, and you yes. have and and you have had a couple guests in HBCU Tuesdays, which would be NFL Network Steve Weish, and you also had Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, and we have more coming. Um, you know, it's just it's a weird time right now uh, with my schedule. And uh, so we have more coming. I'm excited about our future guests. So stay tuned. So HBCU Tuesdays is near and dear to my heart. Um, another guy, another person, I should say, that comes in a lot, that does a lot for the community that we don't talk about. And he's a huge supporter of mine is Uncle Luke. And uh, Uncle Luke from Miami. And if you know what he does in the community, what he's doing at um, Madison High School, like he's doing a lot for these young black kids in, in football and getting them 
into into uh, deals and in colleges. Like he, he's doing a phenomenal job. So I have to highlight him too. Um, you know, he he's never been labeled as a special guest, but he does come in and show love. And and I'm I can't I I really can't even thank him enough. All right, all right. Now we did have uh, Mr. Scott Wallace stop into the, the uh, tour in the AFC South inbox. He said HBCU Tuesdays. Yes, yes. HBCU Tuesdays. Tuesdays. We talk HBCU. <laughs> I th- actually one of our highest rated shows was uh, you know HBCU talk, and um, you know uh, we were talking about Nick Saban and Deion Sanders. We had over eighteen hundred you know listeners that day. So you know HBCU Tuesday is a big deal for sports and coffee. So pull up. Now, Scott, for you, if you don't know, that is on Twitter Spaces. That is on nine o'clock a.m. on uh, <laughs> nine o'clock a.m. on uh, on Twitter Spaces. Uh, it's Eastern Standard Time, and I guess he's yep. claiming himself as Mister HBCU. So we'll I'm thinking we'll he's going to be there. Time. It gets a little heated, you know. People talk about their experiences, and uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I can't wait to to get some some people that I met from the symposium on there to talk HBCU. Well, you need to actually get that gentleman too, because he actually yeah. is the uh, SID for Fisk University. And Come he on. also and he also Come does on. announcing for Tennessee State in terms of their games. Come on, you Tuesday, be there. Be there on Tuesday. I'm looking at my watch because I'm like, calendar, Tuesday. <laughs> be there. <laughs> he, said he said he'll be there. He said All he'll right. be there. All right. Well, thank everyone for listening and watching. You've been tuned in to Touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out. Go, Mike. Thanks.